Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast. Today I'm back with the founder of Q4 Impact, Ron Regenstrife, and today we'll be talking about planning. Welcome, Ron. Great to be here, and I hope we have a good plan to talk about planning. <laughs> I think we've done a little bit of planning on this one. Good. Hopefully enough to make it worthwhile. Good. Let's go. So I remember, and the first thing that came to my mind when we did start planning is that this was not something you felt came naturally to you. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think sometimes in our culture, you you just hear phrases get, you know, kicked around and get it kind of accepted as gospel or something, you know, something like, well, I'm not a planner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So that means you're not going to plan for the rest of your life. Like somehow you were born and, and they put a sign above the crib. This person <laughs> is not a planner and that's the end. So um, I would say it's not too late to certainly get better at whatever level of planning you're used to. Uh, when I was a young man, <laughs> I think my skill at planning might have been at a zero. You know, um, It was not on my list of, of gifts or strengths at all. So I look back at my life and, and I say, look what God has done. Look at you know, how much I've learned to do something that I really was not good at. So that's that's how I'd like to start. It's not too late to just make, recognize the importance of this and the necessity of taking whatever level of planning you're at and moving it up a notch. I like that. Thanks for being transparent about your own lack of skill in the early days. And hopefully people that feel the same way about themselves now will hold on a little longer and be encouraged. I want to speak also to the people that may be thinking, well, I am a natural planner. What do I need to stay and listen for? Um, I tend to be more in the planning camp than not, but I know that I need fresh inspiration and I need encouragement to do it because a lot of life gets in the way of planning. Sometimes it comes in the form of people who can be critical, who bristle at a plan that I'm trying to make because they'd rather not be restrained or contained by something. And sometimes it's just a matter of finding the time to do it. And that is hard. So this topic is for us, whichever camp we're in. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would say it's almost like saying, well, a doctor is medically trained and has all this education, so he doesn't need to continue his study or his improvement in, in being a doctor. So, um, you know, even if you're a great planner, it's always great to listen to other people's ideas and thoughts and to see how you can even do a better job at planning. So let's start with... High level, what are the benefits of planning? Yeah, I think I might start by saying, um, <clears throat> you know, if if you fail to plan, and of course this is a quote, then you're you're planning to fail. I mean, to say that you're just not going to pay attention to this, 
I think is a really bad decision. I I don't I don't you know you can think of so many examples you know when you go on vacation do you not plan uh, when you come to the end of your your life you know are you do you not want to plan that you know even something as simple as having dinner is there not a plan or do you just kind of show up at the kitchen and and just start throwing things in a pot you know or, you know so it's it's sort of silly to think that there isn't planning involved. And I think where I'd want to kind of start digging into the details is that if we don't plan, mm -hmm. you know, so then what happens? How do, how do we do life when, when there's a, a minimal amount of planning? And what happens to us is then we live by reacting to whatever's sensory stimulus is is affecting us at the moment and uh boy is that dangerous you know because yeah. i know that i'm not not a lot different than the rest of us and so if i'm not planning i can get allured into doing all kinds of things i could i could buy a house i could buy my wife an expensive piece of jewelry she wouldn't be that opposed to that but you know i you could make plans you could choose a new car you could you know you could just your life could go sideways in so many different directions so uh we don't we don't want to make decisions based on our sensory um responses to our circumstances because mm -hmm. circumstances are unpredictable and some circumstances are really negative and if we let circumstances dictate our lives i think we're in for a lot of trouble so we we certainly can find ourselves there when i made the reference earlier about um people that may bristle against planning. I think a reason, not the only reason, but a reason that they may bristle is they don't like the feeling of being controlled. And yet I think what's interesting to note is planning, which you are advocating for, in no way guarantees that there's going to be the outcome to the circumstances that they we want. So Ron, you're not saying that. So if we can't control it, what's the benefit of planning? Yeah. I think it's always helpful to control what we can control or what's appropriate uh, to control. Um, I might say, you know, um, I'll use sports again. I apologize for my use of sports. Know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I need to plan to to control my emotions when I go watch a game, especially if I have a grandson or, you know, on the on the court or on the field, because the circumstances may dictate an emotional response. And so before I go, you know, I might make this like now Ron, remember, you know, if things don't if the referee is not doing a great job, you know, you, you're you're a Christian, you know, and you know you need to manage your responses. And so, I don't know. That's not the greatest example, but it it is an example. 
So what we can control and prepare ourselves for, I, I don't know why we wouldn't want to. And uh, It certainly helps guide us through those things that are outside of our control. If we've put some time in advance, putting a plan in place, even for those eventualities. And I think there's a fine line. Uh, this was not something we talked about in our planning, but there's, as believers, that fine line in planning that does exert a degree of control, so to speak, at the same time, trusting the God who controls all and is sovereign over all. And so it is still that place of resting in his sovereignty, even while we plan. And I am recalling now, even you saying something like this in the blog, um, where it says planning is work. And while God works in our efforts, he never does our work for us. Tell us more of what you mean by that. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's um, you know, <laughs> we use the end of life. I mean, it's just it's a, a very good... The fourth quarter topic, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, to not plan, to you know, to, to try to cover as much of what you're going to anticipate the end of your life to be. There are certain things that you know, your finances are there. And if you have a plan, then it'll get carried out. If you don't have a plan, now you're opening up the opportunity for all kinds of disagreements with your heirs, you know, uh, taxation issues that, you know, are going to limit you know, what happens to whatever assets you have. So, you know, you, you take a topic like that, you do the best you can to anticipate as much as you can, and you try to plan for those things, knowing that there may be surprises and that you, even though you did plan something, you had a, a medical situation that was very unfortunate and unfortunately, something happened that, that wasn't a part of your plan. But, you know, I think a lot of times maybe people, you know, they want to, they want to like shuffle the responsibility of planning off on, on God, you know, well, that's, you know, that's the Lord will take care of that. Well, <laughs> I think, yes, the Lord takes care of everything, but, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, do our laundry for us. You know, he does, he doesn't do practical things that are our responsibility. You know, he doesn't pay our bills for us. I have to get out my, you know, I have to make the effort and pay the bill. Otherwise it's, I'm going to be in collection. And so, you know, that's more of the case that, you know, the Lord isn't going to take care of my car. I have to change the oil. You know, I have to look at the tires. He's not going to change the tires for me. <laughs> and so isn't most of life, I think there's a big chunk of, of what we need to do. Yeah. Our part in seeing these things at the end of our lives be done well, be done properly. And that takes planning. 
It absolutely does. You mentioned finances in the the area of um, maybe taxation issues or estate planning issues. My parents were very good planners, for which I'm so thankful because they modeled it. And as they got older, they were very diligent to acknowledge that one of them would likely pass before the other. And my dad had always handled the finances for them as a couple. And as they aged, they knew that they needed a plan in place that my mom would already understand what their financial picture was and how to handle those things. And I'm so thankful that they did because my dad did end up passing away first and my mother was equipped. And in his passing where there can be so many demands and certainly so much emotion, um, this was not an added burden or stress because a plan had been put in place. And she now tells all of her female friends the same, make sure you understand this piece of the equation. And it's something as practical as that. It takes thinking ahead and working toward what we recognize is important. Yeah. And there's so many examples to this. And and I was thinking while getting ready for our talk, you know, the the failure to plan is a plan. Yeah. That is the plan. Your plan is to not plan. That's your plan. And and I'll tell you what's going to happen with that plan is that 90% plus of that plan is going to have disastrous results. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't plan for the end of your life issues, it, chances are very good that it's going to be disastrous. And I have so many experiences of folks who just refused to mm-hmm. take the responsibility of getting ready for the last stages of their lives. I, I love the example that you just gave. And, you know, what would have happened if that, if that, if your parents didn't invest the time and take responsibility to make sure your mom was up to speed? You know, a, a lot of things would have happened, many of which you would have put a, a much greater burden on you. Yes. You know, and a lot more scrambling, a lot more needing to deal with things that had already been addressed and that'll actually the benefit is then allowed us both to grieve in the way that we needed to and to enjoy the time with each other. So their planning was a blessing to all of us, which was good. Now, I sense so much passion on this because you have witnessed so many people fail to plan. But sometimes when that passion comes out, um, I don't want our listeners to feel like, oh man, I'm feeling like I'm shamed and like this is not inspiring to me now. And so I want to shift our conversation a little bit to something else you said in the blog. And that is that with planning, we are able to fulfill the calling that God has placed on our lives. Will you connect the dots a bit more between what fulfilling our calling and planning have to do with one another? Yeah, I, I think there there is no plan of God that includes neglect. You know, mm-hmm. so so you know the the plan of God is always for us to to be obedient, to respond to Him, 
to be led by the Spirit, to to adhere to His Word, to be loving and caring and responsible. And I just want our listeners to, and and this this isn't easy. It really isn't. And and I'm I don't want to sit here and make people think that oh Ron's got it everything done. You know, Ron's this expert in all of these areas. I'm not. There are parts of my life that still need more work in in terms of planning. And there are times where I waited too long to plan something. And, you know, I just made some plane reservations for a trip and I should have made the reservations, you know, two months ago. And because I didn't plan well enough, I probably spent a couple extra hundred dollars because the fares went up. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're either perfect or imperfect. Right. It, this is a process for all of us. And it doesn't really, I'm going to say this, all that matters is that you put this on your radar and you give yourself, you, you make it a priority to begin to identify where you're most vulnerable and then try to begin implementing a solution to, you know, if, if it's estate planning, you know, and you have nothing in, set in place and you're in your 60s or even early 70s, well, connect with a friend who you know has taken care of that and ask them for advice and begin the process of, of getting ready for that. And, and God will help you get there. And so... So don't don't be discouraged if you're in one of if you're in that position. Instead of being discouraged, just start the the journey of of getting better at this. And that is a good encouragement. I think already we've touched on a few reasons why it's important to plan. So maybe that person just got re-inspired who's been listening and they say, okay, I can see where I've not done a good job planning and I want to now begin to get better because as you're telling me, it's never too late. Where or how do I even get started? What would you say to them? Well, I'm going to step out on a limb here, Susan, and uh, I think we want to help you. And so we are going to... uh, we. We are providing you uh, a help for that as a list of suggestions of things that you can identify as places to start. Uh, so, but in addition to that, there are folks that I'm fairly confident that you would be able to identify that would help you with that. And if you're someone who maybe doesn't have anyone or you can't think of anyone, you know, Email us, connect with us, and and we'll try to help in any way that we can. That's a very generous offer. And I think what you're talking about is going to be a planning resource that will be available as a free resource in our show notes that you'll be able to access. So be sure to check that out at the end of this podcast. Ron, is there anything else you would like to add today as we come to a close? Yeah, and I I think, I guess I just want to say this one more time or maybe in a little different way. In so many ways, Susan, we choose a chunk of what happens to us. 
we're, we're not victims. I mean, on occasion, we're a victim, but for the most part, you know, what we experience can often be traced to the decisions that we make, you know, and there's so many areas or examples that you could, you could list, but just, just take that in and, and recognize that, you know, we're encouraging you to think about life as thoroughly as you can and to, to say, make it your prayer, make it your desire to say, you know, Lord, I want to do the best I can at, at all of these areas of life. And it's not a pass fail kind of a thing. It's not of you either get a zero or a 100. You know, none of us are going to get a 100% when we come to the end of our days. It's, we're always going to have things we did better at than, than other things. But, you know, to put it simply, you know, if I have to get a few Bs, you know, and, and not be straight A's, I could live with that. But I just don't want any D's, you know, or certainly don't want any F's in my life. And uh, I don't know that I ever had F's as a, as a student, younger students, but I'm pretty sure I had D's or C's. <laughs> and at, with this stuff, with life, with my relationship with God, my sincerity, my willingness to do what he wants me to do, uh, I want to give him you know, my, my best and my all. And so get going, get started, get planning. And, uh, you'll never too late, never too late. Thank you, Rod, for sharing that. We're glad you listened in to us today. And we look forward to being with you again next week, where we're going to be talking about the only thing that stays constant in our lives. And that thing is change. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Q4 Impact Podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.